You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is After Buzz TV's Castle After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Castle After Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another after show for Castle here at AfterBuzz TV. This episode was titled "The Way of the Ninja." I'm your host Paige Selvin, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Hello, everyone. I'm Tiana Hobson, and unfortunately, Kate couldn't join us tonight, but she will be back next week. Yes, so she will. we are excited. She missed out though. This was a yeah. fun episode. I had a lot of fun watching this episode. So. I was like, I kept getting scared and like blown away, and <laughs> like, what? I, I, I didn't know what was happening. I kept going. There's more ninjas. What? <laughs> Like, there's legitimately ninjas. Like, Death Stars. Or, or actually, that's Star Wars. What are those called? Throwing Stars. <laughs> yes, Throwing yeah, Stars. Throwing Stars. But so we'll start off. We really only get, like, a, a quick shot of this girl who's dead in an alley. And then we cut to Castle and Beckett. She's going to dinner with a friend from high school. And she's all nervous because this woman lives, like, a fabulous life, apparently. Um, but the part that I love the best was she was like, I don't want you to meet her because you're totally her type. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want her to, like, go after you. I like how she's taking stake in her man. You know, she's like, nope, you don't need to meet her because yeah. I don't need to be fighting with her over my fiance. Exactly. And it was a really cute moment. I love when we get to see them um, banter back and forth. And I felt like it was very playful between them tonight mm-hmm. in the episode. So I really enjoyed seeing that. I know. And I have to say, jumping ahead a little bit, when she found out he was in a room fake making out with like a prostitute or a hostess, uh, <laughs> She handled it well. I mean, she was like, and I'm just supposed to believe you. Like, I would have been like, wait. (laughs) I don't care what it was for. You should have sent Esposito in there. He's single. Yeah, exactly. You know, send the single guy in there and... And then I would have been pissed off, too, because, you know, $6,000 on an undercover mission. Yeah. No good. Yeah. No good. No good comes from... Nothing at all from this episode (laughs) really came good. But so we find this girl. Her name's Jade. She was a Japanese citizen. She was stabbed with what basically looks like a kind of Mm sword-ish thing, like a knife. Um, that was hurled at her. So and that's she interesting. She was not stabbed. She Let's was make like, that very clear. She was not was stabbed. thrown at her. It was thrown at her. Very accurately. <laughs> and killed her. And so she was a dancer at the New York Ballet Conservatory. And they don't really know why she's dead. So she's dressed up in party clothes. And they find like a Dropbox key. Or is that what it's called? A, yeah, drop, a key drop key for an elevator? I love how they know what everything is. Oh, that's a drop key. I'd be like, mm. but I also love how they explained it because it felt like in that moment it was like watching a kid show where you know, like Dora the Explorer, where it's like, this is the color orange. It's orange because of this, <laughs> and you just saw you could clearly see like a drop key, and then you go into the explanation where Castle's you know bringing up his knowledge. It's like, oh, they totally did that because of people like me who don't know what that is. Oh yeah, Thank exactly. You. <laughs> this whole episode, I felt. More so than others, Castle was, like, narrating it for us. Mm-hmm. Like, when the ninjas are, ha- like, attacking, he's like, there's two ninjas attacking each other. <laughs> Who would have known? 
down. I mean, I could have watched this episode with my eyes closed and really known every detail of what was happening. Exactly, exactly. But so we get little details from the drop key. It's from a place called Marigold Cookies. And they go in there, and it looks like they think it's kind of it's a shrine, but they can't tell if it's like an evil shrine or a good <laughs> shrine with a knife that uh, looks like the knife that probably killed Jade. But before they can do anything, a legitimate ninja like appears. <laughs> and I was watching it. I was like, wait, what the heck was that? Did anyone else start thinking of three ninjas? The I've movie? never seen it. Oh, my God. The movie from when we were kids. Well, because the oh, puff of smoke. Oh, actually, no, I have. Okay. Yeah, the <laughs> yes. puff of smoke. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, that's how they disappear. So literally, did, do you carry something in your pocket that it's you like just like little, throw on the ground? Yeah, and it's it like just, a little phew. ball. And you throw it in it loads up and mists everywhere and then you're able to sneak away. I want to do that for like parking tickets. Like if somebody's writing me a parking ticket just like throw a smoke bomb and like drive away. See ya! (laughs) Like that could be very useful. It could. I mean we should, I don't understand why we don't use it more often. I would use it every day. Yeah. Yeah. My boss is coming around the corner to yell at me. Poof. Poof, I'm gone. gone. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Catch me. (laughs) You can't. I'm a ninja. (laughs) But so, the ninja takes the knife so they don't really have what they think might have killed Jade anymore. And so then a counselor from the consulate comes and shows up and she seems shady but like I didn't know not where to put the, her, yeah, you know? Shady, but not in the way of she killed her. Right. Shady. Like, I didn't think she murdered her. Like, I just thought she was, like, maybe not actually who she said she yeah, was. Yeah, it was just the way she appeared. I felt like it was out of nowhere because I felt like the consulate call had just happened. And she's like, and that, poof, and here I am. Poof, here I am. And it's like, whoa, who works that fast in government agencies ever? No one. No one. Is the answer. Even if it is a murder still takes some time to get someone, you know, I felt like they would call and be like, we're sending so-and-so over to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So exactly. She was a little shady, shady. She was a little bit shady. And so she, she goes on and tells them a little bit about Jade. Oh, she hasn't talked to her family. There was a riff when she moved to New York. Um, and that also the signs were like the gods of creation and death, uh, the symbols that were part of the shrine. So I still didn't really, I was like, okay, that gives me nothing. Thank you. <laughs> the only thing I took from that was, Okay, well, maybe whatever she was doing had to do with her parents. Yeah. And, you know, something that they're covering up. Yeah, and but and Castle also asks the questions about ninjas, like casually <laughs> drops it in there, and she says, there's no more ninjas. Can we just talk about how subtly racist it was? Oh. <laughs> like, that he kept bringing up ninjas, and people kept telling him that they don't exist anymore. Yeah. And they're, like, like, they're, not, they're, they're not around. They're, they're mythical <laughs> things. Yeah, they're mythical things, and he just keeps bringing it up. And I was like, it's slightly on the racist side, but it's not because it's harmless and it's playful right. and it's castle, but it just always was really funny. Well, because too. even after this, we find out that she was having kind of like a, a, a thing with this guy, Lee, at the ballet, and they had some arguments, and he was a suspect, and they brought him in, and he throws a <laughs> cup at him to see if he'll <laughs> catch it, and it's like... And the kid's like, I'm Korean. <laughs> I'm not a ninja. I'm not Japanese. Don't throw cups at me. Yeah. He's like, See, racial profiling happens for other people, too. It's not just black people. And the guy was like, thanks for profiling me. <laughs> like, I appreciate that. But we learned from him that he really didn't do anything. But she was being kind of shady. She would, like, leave the dance studio every night at 8 to call someplace on a pay phone. And she, like, was dipping out. And she was quitting her job at the conservatory mm-hmm. at the ballet. So there was something going on with her that wasn't quite right yeah he was like once i got to know her i definitely didn't like her anymore because she wasn't as driven Mm -hmm. as i thought she was and i was like oh wow that kind of sucks but yeah 
But yeah. we had all these leads, I guess. And I forgot to mention, we, we met Dean, her boyfriend, and his family. And he really didn't give us anything. Like, no new information. Yeah. And knowing how the episode ended, I had no clue who was going to be. Not at the beginning. Like, when we first met them, I had no idea mm-hmm. that that family was involved at all. As we, I didn't either. In my head, I started thinking, wouldn't it be cool if the white guy was the ninja? Because that would be really? like completely thrown off. But I didn't say it. Because the boyfriend like, or the dad? The dad. Yeah. Mostly because I was just like, there's something when we met him. Okay. That rubbed me the wrong way. But I didn't want to say anything because I was so focused on you know. There's ninjas so much appearing. happening. There was so much happening that at some point I forgot about it, and then I was like, oh wait, her boyfriend. Oh, wouldn't that be cool if her if the dad was actually the ninja? Like that would be. Amazing. Oh gosh! Well, it was so that was a pretty it good was guess. A nice twist. But so we find out this kid Lee he has an alibi, so he's just not it. So that's not happening. And you know he he didn't like her anyways. Not enough to kill her. So <laughs> whatever. But so they go to this place that she was calling Miago Tea. Is that how you pronounce it? Miago Tea Import Company. Oh no the. That's the place she was calling. Oh yeah, the Miyago. The Mi- yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like and, looking, and they like go in there, and <laughs> it's like a new age geisha house. It was interesting. It was kind of fun. It was kind of fun, but like, is that legal? Yes, because geishas don't have sex with you. What do they do? Just kiss you? They will kiss you and massage you. I'm I'm talking about everything I learned from reading the book and watching the movie Memoirs of a Geisha. Okay, okay, okay. Some of them do sleep with you. Uh oh. <laughs> Wait, now, now I'm forgetting how it really works. Well, um, it was, but they're not really prostitutes. They're mostly around for um, eye can- arm candy and, and like, entertainment, and okay. you know, for businessmen. You know, oh, okay. here, have some fun. Here's some geishas. But I don't think it was always about the sex. It was mostly about the company that they were keeping. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm learning so much right now. Yeah. Thank you, Castle. Watch the movie. It's it's a great movie, Memoirs of a Geisha. Well, there was so much entertainment. So there's the pretty women. There's mm-hmm. a karaoke. There's <laughs> a private rooms. I mean, there was a lot going on here. But before we dive into it, because this is where it gets really, really funny, <laughs> we're going to dive into something else that's very entertaining and coming to a TV near you very, very soon. It is Chasing Maria. Tuesdays on Oxygen. I'm Maria Menounos, and my life can get a little crazy. I host Extra. I'm an actor, producer, dancer, wrestler, and a lot of other things. I live with Kevin, my boyfriend of 15 years. Do you really love me? I would say that I'm in serious like. And my parents. Yep. I just said I live with my parents. You drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. My parents want us to get married. You both love each other. Get married. Kevin and I don't. I am going to get married when I want to get married. I think I want kids. Kevin definitely doesn't want them now. This is being pushed on to us. And of course, my parents wanted them yesterday. This year, you got to have it. And I have a house full of people counting on me financially. If I take my eye off the ball, everything can fall apart. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or wants us to do. It's what we want to do. Everyone things that they know what's best for me but i'm really the only one i have got to figure things out chasing maria menounos is so new every tuesday at 10 9 central starting march 18 only on oxygen guys make sure you tune into that i'm i already have my dvr set i'm ready to sit on my couch tomorrow night and just watch and tweet i'm gonna have to clear some of my dvr because after buzz is going to be on a lot of the episodes too Mm -hmm. so i mean you might see some of your favorite hosts faces pop up every now and then she's like you might see me is what i mean well i don't know (laughs) you might see Paige. i don't know (laughs) i don't don't think so (laughs) i mean i'm just hoping there's hidden cameras in the studio right now that are getting us for the show Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hi. Like, one day you turn on the TV and we're all just there. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. But no, seriously, guys, check that out. And so now we'll dive in to what happened in this (laughs) geisha house, basically. 
My favorite line in the entire thing was when Ryan says, I'm married. And she goes, oh, a lot of men here are married. He goes, no, 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 I'm really married. <laughs> and, like, points at his ring. <laughs> He's like, no, I mean it, like, when I say I'm married. Which I like, though, that he so, like, t- doesn't even want to play into it at mm-hmm. all. Won't even give them a- an inch. And I love that this is Castle's world or his old world. Oh, kind my of. gosh. You can tell you know, he so, fits right yeah, in. Yeah, so, Woo. you know, as soon as they're like, oh, if, if they get any whiff that we're cops, we're, you know, completely boned. Castle's like, all right, guys, tonight we're not cops. Bust out the credit card. Give us your best table. And he's right back in the swing of how he was when he was single. It's so funny because at the beginning he just throws his card at them. And he's like, give me a table. And most of the times, you think about it, when you get a table, it's like $1,000. It's not cheap money. And this place looks expensive Mm -hmm. um, just by the clientele that is in there. Uh, He was ready to throw down some cash, which is insane to me. And I forget that Castle is so rich. Like, you forget watching this show how rich he is. Yeah, because, you know, you see him go to work every day as a cop. And Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, wait, yeah, he is rich and famous. And he's a playboy. And he's a socialite. And he he Mm -hmm. is all these things. And so it is kind of funny to see him just, you know, willy-nilly boom, and then yeah. be shocked with the bill afterwards. But. I know. I know. He was like, what? <laughs> but so he goes into this back room. First, they're starting to ask questions about Jade, saying that Espo has a crush on her, just trying to get like a little bit of information. And this one woman, I don't think we ever got her name. She takes Castle out back and says, I'll, I'll tell you about Jade. Takes like, him to a private room. Private room. Would you like some private time, like, Mr. Castle? fake making out with him and stuff. <laughs> I, I would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, just, just give me a head scratch or something. <laughs> like something PG over here. A head scratch? I would take a head scratch. <laughs> something that's not so sexual. I don't know. But so she's like whispering in his ear like, Jade uh, kept trying to go after this guy. Say, how do you say his name? Mr. Sayato. Saito? Saito. Saito. That's Saito. how it was. I had to remember it. Mr. Saito. And she kept wanting to get on a, in to his parties, and she really was interested in him. Mm-hmm. And so the other night, the girl, like, instantly knew she was dead. She's like, oh, my gosh, she's dead, isn't she? I was like, I knew the second she didn't get here that mm-hmm. she was dead. So apparently this guy's pretty dangerous. They're all a little scared of him. And there was rumor that she went to this party, was digging through his stuff, and there was a big fight, and she was kicked out. Yeah. So it pretty much seems like Mr. Saito killed her. Yes, that's or what it seems. That's how it seems, but you know they always try and throw that in your face, and you're like, no, it's yeah. just too easy. My other question is, this girl. I mean, once the bouncers and everyone kind of figured out, because the other girl went and ratted on oh, them. God. There's always one girl who has to go follow the rules, ruin the fun, ruin the fun. What's wrong? That's what was just about to get. Yeah, excited, get, get stuff. <laughs> he, was, he was just getting in the swing of things, um, but you know once. They busted in on her and Castle. You know, I kind of felt like maybe she was going to get in trouble. I know. And I wanted Castle to be like, wait, we have to go back and you know, save her, save her, protect her. But yeah, they were the ones who needed saving. After yeah, that, they so. they were the ones. So after we're getting this information, that girl saw one of their badges and she tattles. But I loved how Ryan was up there like singing, doing karaoke. <laughs> He's like, okay, this is fun. Like he found his place in the house where he fit in. Yes. And it was in karaoke. Karaoke. You got to love that karaoke. It, it brings people together. A karaoke does things to people. <laughs> if you haven't done it, you should do it. Karaoke is <laughs> something it's, you have to do. You have to try it at least once. At least once. Like don't be afraid. And if you need it, do some sake like they did. <laughs> sake makes everything better. Actually, I don't think I've ever had sake, but 
But I, I can only imagine from the way everybody else was acting on that karaoke dance floor. But so then they leave. They get basically thrown out, manhandled. Oh. Which I would be concerned, though, that those bouncers just, like, picked up cops and threw them out. Yeah. Because then that's where what you were saying, is it legal, kind of comes into my head. You know, if what you're doing is legal, then why are you tossing the cops out? Yeah, I don't I don't understand. You know, if you don't want to look suspicious of something, then maybe treat the cops really nice and be like, oh, right. what else do you need from us? You know, once you start kicking cops out, though, that just seems, that makes you look guilty. That's what it's I like was thinking. Running. But that's why I was so confused. It's like, they're cops, but you're kicking them out because they're cops. But if you're not doing anything illegal, it just is, it didn't yeah. make any sense to me. What if they me. were off-duty cops? Like, right. cops are, they are not, allowed to have a free life. They can't have know? fun. They're, they're allowed to have fun, too. Yeah, I, I don't understand. But so they're kicked out, not very roughly. I mean, they were, like, just mm-hmm. pushed out the door. And then Castle threw his little hissy. But as they're walking away, he's like, he didn't call, he didn't call Beckett like he was supposed to. Yeah. Which I feel for her because if you, if your boyfriend says he's going to do something and he does not do it. That's, like, the meanest thing ever. Yeah, well... I don't I mean, care what it is. When the alarm went off, he was kind of in the middle of, you know, breaking, getting a break in the case. And then he got kicked out, and he had to spend $6,000. And then a ninja threw a ninja star I right know. into his phone when he was picking it up to call her. I know, but he didn't even call her until they got back to the precinct. Like, do it in the car. Yeah. There's I mean, a phone in the he car. He could have borrowed someone's phone to call her. But that's that not that's not the way Castle rolls, apparently. But it is true. His phone got hijacked <laughs> by a ninja star. That was insane. I was... I'm blown away because I really wonder, like, do people do – can people do that? Like, just Throw get ninja up, stars? like, right into my phone and, like, not kill me? It, if they're that good. I think skilled knife throwers. Think of the knife throwers you see, you know, like, on – Girl, I've never seen a knife throwers. I've never seen it in person, but <laughs> I've seen them – I watch a lot of movies. Okay. Um, and so, you know, they have the people who throw knives for, like, a living and they'll get – really close to your face and Ooh. I mean it's in the book Divergent yeah I was going to say the Divergent, Divergent commercial yeah. clips her ear yeah like, <gasps> when you're reading it you hear all about it you know skilled knife throwers you know you have to stay focused and know what you're doing but I think it's possible yeah because the way these people well so then it's like this whole thing they're so skilled but then is it like there's like one good one one bad one like there was two ninjas I was okay so the one was like do not ever come back. Don't ask any more questions or you'll be killed. I think he was the bad guy. And then, you know, the one ninja came in to kind of save them. And then ran off. And then ran off because, you know, they, you can't get caught. Because but the way they ran off, like she, which we know it was her, yeah. like just like walked behind a pole and she disappeared. Yeah, that was really just weird. Dis- the thing with Castle is like they lead you to believe these things can you know, can and did happen. But I want to know how she got away. Like, I want to know. There was no smoke that time, so Nothing. I'm very confused, too, unless she has extremely, like, springs for legs. And spidey, and just, like... And just jumped up and grabbed onto something and made her way out. Like, how'd she do that? I don't know how she escaped. And even, you know, Ryan Espo and Castle were confused, too. Like, wait, we just had him cornered. Like, how did that happen? And I love when they get back to the precinct and they're telling Gates all about this. She looks so frustrated. <laughs> She's like, so there was two ninjas. Now there's two ninjas. What the hell? I love Gates because <laughs> Castle comes in with these crazy things all the time and she's just kind of like, whatever, whatever. And then the ninjas come up and they already don't really believe him when it's just him who saw the ninjas. So then you have two of your b- best detectives coming in talking about how there's two ninjas how now. How frustrating. How frustrating is that as, you know, the captain? And they're like, and they just disappeared in thin air. <laughs> it's like, okay, please do your job. So one stole evidence from you and one... 
almost your killed life. you. One, almost killed you and one saved your life. What am I supposed to believe here? I know, exactly. And so they dive into it. So they take into account, um, Mich- I don't know how to pr- pronounce his name. Michio? 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 Saito? Michio Saito. He's a financier. He's basically flagged an organized crime. That's whose party it was. And they find this out because they did, they know he had a party the night before, so they find out where the cake was from. And it was for his, like, 40th birthday party. It can't be that easy. It's like, oh, let's call all of the catering companies in all of New York City. Because also, what if, just because he's on the Upper East Side, what if there's a restaurant he loved on, you know, the... Upper West Side. Or, and they delivered. You know, like, and they delivered it. Or, you know, Lower Manhattan. And, you know, he had it brought up. I just don't feel like it's always as easy to find it through this way as mm-hmm. they make it seem. No, it isn't. But I, I liked the way things unfolded. Yeah. But it's just so funny. They're just standing there. And Castle's the one who's like, well, if he had a party. And she's like, get on it. <laughs> so at least he was helpful. I mean, if anything, Castle was the one who got a lot done this yeah. episode. And what's to say that he doesn't have a private cook who cooked everything for the party, so he didn't need a caterer. So many logistics that you have to yeah, consider. you got to think about all these things. So many things. And so they visit him, and he denies it all. And so that's a dead end. And then he says, you know, don't come back unless you have a warrant. So they go back, and then they find out that the counselor, Amaya Tagami, isn't, in fact, Amaya Tagami. And uh, we learn more about Jade. So we find out kind of about who she was. So she was an orphan. They don't really know anything about her. They don't even know if Jade's her real name. But they find her, like, scar. Yeah. That was a, that IED. was a brutal scar. Yeah. So, yeah, from an explosion of some kind. But she was sewn up by somebody in the U.S. military. So it was very distinct. And they led it to Okinawa and the Ozu family. And apparently her entire family was killed quote unquote we thought they were all killed they were supposedly all stabbed and then the house was exploded Mm -hmm. but she escaped and she went to an orphanage and now it really seems like a story of revenge like she's coming back to avenge her family yeah this was very this is when it got really interesting and i kind of wish that we could have gone more with it i would have loved to learn more about yeah i would have loved to learn more about that whole thing and then i got sad too because i'm like okay you survived the knife stabbing and a explosion in your house and now you and died you, from this. And then you died, you know, right before you were able to get your revenge. Like, I wanted her to get that and be alive for it. I know. It, it's so sad because I feel like we go into these episodes and we're just trying to guess the killer and we're loving the banter between everybody and it's fun and games because this episode was kind of funny. But then you really think about these characters and you're like, what about the dead girl? I mean, like, yeah. what about Jade? I feel very bad for her. Mm-hmm. And her whole entire life has been dedicated to this. And I wonder if she was like, if I'm a ballerina... <laughs> I will make it to New York. Yeah. When did she start training for the ballet? Because I feel like she found out, you know, we learned later on that she found out about a year ago. She recognized the voice, which brought her to New York. So a year ago wasn't that long ago. So was she training for ballet her whole life and just used that as her way in? Or was the ballet thing just something that she picked up so that she could come here? Because if she's a skilled fighter, if she's good at martial arts and like like a ninja, like her sister... Then we know that ninjas and ballet dancers are very similar. We learned that tonight in the episode. So yeah, I don't know. So we before we even get into that, I guess we we met, we found her sister in her lair. Mm-hmm. We go back to the lair. Somebody saw her go there, um, and she's a cop who's really just 
Jade's sister and who's trying to save Jade and she was a little too late and said that Jade really could never get over what happened to their family and that's where we get the information about the voice on TV so apparently a man came to their house the day that their house was basically exploded so and an American businessman. An American businessman. And then Jade just heard him on a commercial and, like, saw him on a commercial and pursued it, which blows my mind. Like, what are the odds that 12 years later you hear this guy's voice in a commercial and you remember – I'm sure you remember the details of yeah. that day. But the fact that you even come across that is insane. And it triggers something in you and you have to just – Go for it. I wonder if her whole plan was to find the green dragon or if the day she heard that, she was like, I have to, I have to I have do to. something because this was yeah, my I family. Wonder, I wonder which one came first. Yeah, because she, her sister makes it seem, she says, you know, she couldn't give it, she couldn't let it go. She couldn't let it go. I tried mm-hmm. to put it behind me. But is it she couldn't let it go now that she knew those people were still out there or, and that she knew where they were or was this her whole life dedicated to yeah. it? Yeah. That's what I don't know. That's what I don't know either. But I really like that her sister is so, like, I don't know. Into it. Yeah, she, like, now she's at the point where she's doing what she can to save Mm -hmm. her sister or to avenge her sister. And what she didn't want her sister to do, she's now doing. Exactly. For her sister. She has to finish off where her sister, her sister was so close that, you know, at this point she won't get closure unless she finishes the job for her sister. Which is, like, devastating to me. It makes me really, really sad. It makes me really sad, too. And I also kind of want to know if Jade really did like that poor guy. Oh, Dean. Because Dean Dean loved her so hard. I know he really did. And when we go to their house and we find out that it was uh, Randall Bedford, who was the American businessman that we were talking about, and it's Dean's father, I was blown away. I'm always blown away. I never know <laughs> who it is. But Dean is so genuinely upset mm-hmm. and even hurt by the fact that he thinks Jade only dated him for his father. Like, I cannot be- like I can't even fathom if the girl I loved passed away and then I found out she was just using me. To get and, to my father. Yeah, yeah, and that my father was also an awful human being. That's a lot of blows to take in in one afternoon. Do you think his mom knew? Because she wasn't really there for that she whole She wasn't there for the conversation. second part of it. She was there in the beginning, and then she kind of wasn't there anymore. It was strange. But I feel like even... I feel like she didn't know. Because yeah, she she's, didn't. you know, New York socialite who's, you know contributor to the ballet and her husband's a great businessman right so she doesn't really ask questions right well i honestly still didn't think it was randall because i thought that would be too easy and he says you know he i was an engineer he's a contractor he wanted to pull out because he found out they were part of the mob basically Mm -hmm. and you're you can't get out and so i went there to warn them so really he went there to kill them was he the one who killed them yeah he's he's the the green dragon he's the green dragon so i think he did go over there to save his cover. And then killed them. As a warning. And then, because we never hear that, you know, they said the white businessman came over earlier that day. And then later on this happened. But I'm still wondering, was Mr. Saito part of what happened to them? Like, was it, because he also left the country right when that I happened. I think he was. I think he was the... Like, he's, he's the, the puppet master? Kinda, yeah, he's the puppet master, you know, and you have your contract killer... Mm-hmm. basically, to do all the dirty work to keep your hands clean from right. stuff. And so, but we're led to believe that Mr. Saito, again, is the killer. They get a warrant. They go in there to basically arrest him. And then he's killed by a ninja. 
who used a gun? Ninjas don't use guns, Yeah, with a silencer, too. Well, I guess silencers are very (laughs) ninja-like. Okay, I take that back. But then he's, like, holding two guns up to... He got Beckett's out of her hand real quick, like... And he's he's threatening them, and he's saying... He said something, like... uh, Oh, he said that... um, I killed the green... He said, oh, so you're the green dragon. He said, no... You kill. You just killed the green dragon. At least that's what it will say in the newspapers right, tomorrow. Right. Before, and and then you. you're found dead. Yeah. yeah. So he wasn't the green dragon. I mean, he wasn't the great guy. We know he was not a great guy, Mr. Saito. But the way he died, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. What's happening? But then another ninja comes again. It's like <laughs> every time there's like a ninja, they multiply. Like they're everywhere. This whole they episode. Are. That's how ninjas work. Oh, you know, they so just, stealthy. They appear out of nowhere. Where do you get the outfit? <laughs> like, in this day and age, where do you get those stars and stuff? Like, I feel like you have to have a license to carry to have well, one of those. I mean, we found out that Jade had the knife, had a replica made of the one that killed her parents. So right. Clearly, you can do that. And my brother did go to Japan and brought my other brother home some ninja stars. Don't fly with those in a carry-on bag, guys, Yeah, I was going to say, how do you, did he check them? He had to he check them. He had to them. check them, yeah. Yeah, but, don't pull an Amanda and Seyfried. And they're slightly dulled. Okay. Because um, they're the souvenir kind. But I'm sure that, you know, there are real ones out there, too. That's terrifying to me. Yeah. I don't need any of that. I mean, I'm sure if you go to a back alley somewhere and some guy's trunk, you know, <laughs> you can buy them off of someone. When you live in the big city, you can find anything. <laughs> you can get anything you want. Especially in New York. I'm sure they have no Just an alleyway trouble. away. Exactly. A Louis Vuitton or, you know, bag. Or, or one, one of those guys stars. walking down the street corner with a big trench Jacket. coat. Like, what, what, what you want? Ninja Star is here. Gold Watch is here. What? Which one? Which, Which one? one? <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel like teenage boys are probably like, the Ninja Star. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of obsessed with it right now. I kind of want to go get some and Practice? Them. Yeah. I won't throw them at you. Please, yeah. You can keep those at home. I, you can yeah. get like a wall made of like dart boards material and yeah. just chuck it at that. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hey. But so we find out while these guys are wrestling that it was, in fact, Randall who was the the green monster. And so we take – or green dragon. We take (laughs) him in. The sister, she gets off. (laughs) You know, they're not going to press charges, which I think is nice. Yeah. Um, They're like, we're not going to press charges, but you do have to leave our country. You're like, you still got to go back to Japan. (laughs) But we'll pretend you didn't try and, like, screw us over (laughs) royally and impersonate a police officer. So, but I, I liked the little closure there for her and mm-hmm. kind of avenging her sister and getting, they gave her the knife back now that it's not evidence. And so I really, I really liked that. And I, I just felt for her sister because I feel like, yeah, she avenged her family, but now she has no family. Yeah. Like nobody. That's how I felt too. I was like, I'm, this is why I really wish that Jade had survived or was in a coma or something, yeah. you know, during this whole period. Yeah. And then that way, you know, when she got back, you know, her sister finished the job and she's alive. So now, hey, we can go move on with our lives together and we still have each other. Right. So I, I would have loved to see more of them mm-hmm. as sisters or just even get like flashbacks. I know we don't really do that, but like I just there's some characters on these shows where you're like, oh, I just wish I knew more about you. Yeah. Oh, couldn't you have like at least two episodes? About I know. This person? But so we didn't get any of that, but we did get more insight into Castle and Beckett's life through this episode. After she had the dinner with her friend, she was bummed out because the girl was so boring and all she did was complain about her husband. And Kate, who already we know has a little bit of cold feet, is nervous that they're going to become a boring married couple. And she's like terrified of that happening. My thought was, look, Kate, it sounds like your friend married a very 
boring guy and or someone that she didn't actually love. Like, the way she talked about it, like, she found this rich man on a yoga retreat and got married. Yeah, it sounds like she married for money and you're marrying for love, so I think you're going to be okay, Kate. Yeah. That's I, what I wanted to say to her. Yeah. And and Castle basically says, well, just to make her feel better, we'll put it in our <laughs> vows. We'll never get boring. We're, all, we're always going to be, like, an exciting couple and... I, I like that because mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, in a long-term relationship, it gets very easy to just, like, settle into a routine and, like she said, have sex on national holidays. <laughs> I mean, I hope you're doing it more than that, people. But if you're not... Then it's And the other thing is that, you know, they do work together a lot. And, you know, being police officers... Castle, I'm putting quotation marks over that. <laughs> a writer. Um, a writer. Um, you know, they do share a lot of adventures right. together. So I don't think that they'll ever really have those boring mo- moments. If anything, they'll repeat the same stories from the glory days a right. lot. But, you know... Depending on your audience, that can be great and amazing. Right. And I even liked how this episode we heard Kate talk about, oh, well, Castle's at home writing down that ninja fight you guys had for his book. Because I feel like so often we forget that is his career. That's what Mm -hmm. he does. So he is still working on things. And on that topic, I wrote this down in my notes when they went to the lair the first time. Yes. He is a writer, not a police officer. No. Beckett, can you please stop going to locations without real backup. Yeah, Castle doesn't count. Castle doesn't count. She goes to all these places by herself like Castle is her real partner and that really bugs me because I'm like you're a New York City police detective. You're not going in there with someone who can't back you up with an actual gun. No, he doesn't even have a gun. Yeah, he doesn't have a gun. And you know, you leave him there, stay here, be quiet, I'm gonna go check it out with the gun. And he gets attacked. But if you had a partner who you had left there or someone to really cover your back... You wouldn't get in all these situations. But I love how in that moment, though, Castle's like, (gasps) (laughs) it was a ninja. Like, he's He's so so excited. excited. (laughs) He doesn't even care. A ninja just, like, stole a knife out of his hands without, like, even being there for more than three seconds. He's just too excited about it. He's too excited. So I loved that. But this episode was good. I really enjoyed this episode. And it was a good way to come back after a a week break from the show. Which I'm glad that we don't have another week off. We are back with a new episode next week. Thank goodness. Let's keep this up, Castle, because these one week on, one week off thing, it's not working for my life. Too much for us. We we need consistency here. Mm -hmm. But uh, we will jump into predictions now. I mean, we didn't get too much for next week. You're after Buzz TV. Trying to find this tweet from earlier, but I don't. I don't have any serious predictions. I again, I really liked seeing Esposito and Ryan and Castle working together. So I'd love to see more of that moving forward, like just the guys or something like mm-hmm. that. And in that sense, I would love a bachelor and bachelorette party. Yes. That's my prediction. I think it's coming down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would really love to see that happen. And. um we we didn't we got like you know we've been getting a little bit of marriage every week but this was more like cold feet marriage I would love I still want to see like legitimate planning for a wedding yeah real planning real I want to see a cake I want to <laughs> see a venue I want to see stuff I know that's not important to like the actual sh- like you know murders and things but every- like that I'm excited about it. That is very exciting. I've waited a long time <laughs> for this wedding to go down. Um, I'm excited to see the wedding stuff. I would have loved to see Kate actually out with her friends, Carly, mm-hmm. tonight. I know. Because we, it was the first time in a while where we actually get to um, 
Kate leaves in the middle of a case to go do something personal. You know, they usually do the personal stuff at the very beginning, and then they wrap it up in some sort of connection. But, you know, she left in the middle of a case to go have dinner with a friend, and we didn't get to see that. And I want to see a little bit more of Kate's personal side. Her life, minus her friends. Castle, you know, her friends, because right now it looks like she's one of those girls who just goes to work and goes home to her fiancé and does nothing else. It's nice to know she has friends, but yeah. we'd like to see the friends. Yeah, I mean, hearing that she wasn't going somewhere and it, she was going somewhere and it wasn't with Lainey, I was like, whoa, what? More friends. You have other friends? Yeah. That's amazing. So I would have, I would like to see a little bit more of Kate letting loose and yeah. Going out for a girls' night. I know. Bachelorette party is a perfect place for that. As the seasons progress, I want more and more of their personal lives. I know that's asking a lot, but <laughs> it's what I want. But, you know, there's there's a point in every show where, especially cop dramas, where, you know, the cases kind of run its course and it's great. But then, you know, as the seasons progress, you get more and more of, like, the personal life. Mm-hmm. And that's what and the audience have. is, yeah. you know, kind of rooting for because that's what we know and love now. And we want to know what's happening with them outside of there. Exactly. Sorry. And... Oh, sorry. Did you find your tweet? Yeah, I found my tweet um, because it's just a little bit of news. Um, John Huertas. John Huertas, yes. Huertas. Um, it's official. He tweeted, it's official um, that him and Seamus Deaver did a short film and it's going to debut at Tribeca Film Festival this ah. year. So if you're in New York or want to fly out to New York for that, <laughs> or want to pay for it, or want to pay for it, then make sure you check that out. I thought that was pretty cool that they, you know, Work they're together like, every day and then, you know, also shot a short film. They uh, they say all the time that they're actually very good friends, all of the cast yeah. outside of the show. So it's nice to see that even when they don't have to work together, <laughs> they're still they choose it. to work together. And getting into Tribeca, that's a pretty big deal. So I know. Can you imagine, though, the day Castle ends? Like, it's one of those shows where it's like you've been together for so long every day. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do without each other? <laughs> I don't even want to know because the show's not ending. They have fondue parties every night with each other. That's how I imagine them spending their time. We should bring fondue here. Let's do it. In honor of what we think they're doing. (laughs) But, guys, keep the conversation going on Twitter and iTunes and YouTube. Comment, rate, tell a friend. Let us know what you're thinking throughout the week while we wait for our new episode. You can also tweet at AfterBuzzTV. And you can tweet me and Instagram me at PageSelf. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.